welcome again to Once When I Was Cool podcast, the mad, mad ramblings of two middle-aged men reflecting, talking, discussing things in the past that were really close to our hearts. I'm your host, Wee Man, and as always with me is Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, Wee, how are you? And of course, let's not forget our uh, wonderful producer over there behind the glass is Simon. How are you today, Simon? Hello, Simon. He's waving and he's saying, get on with it. Get on with it. That's that's a young man there. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, impatient. 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 Hey, uh, and I'd also like to say welcome to any new listeners that we might have. And of course, thank you to our returning listener. Hey, uh, good, good, good to have you here. Love you, Shaniqua. So, yes, he is a young man. Yeah, which leads us into uh, what we're going to have a chat about today. So, Dave. We. Once, when I was cool, people around the age of 60 were old. Yeah, you're right. I remember um, 60, uh, especially when we were particularly young, uh, 60 always seemed like it was an old man stage because it was the retirement age. Uh, It's when people didn't really have a choice about when they were going to give up their working life. Um, And it seemed like that was when old age started. I remember that, you know, middle age was uh, sort of 40 to sort of 58, 59, and then old age started at 60. But that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Well, that would put us into, well, into the... Middle-aged, I would say. We're, we're still middle-aged men. But only just, hopefully. O- only just over that. Well, you know, I think um, these days myself, I think 60 is now the new sort of 40, isn't it? Well, it seems to be and the people certainly aren't forced into retirement at 60 anymore and people seem to be a lot more vibrant and society's uh, far more accepting, far more willing to assume that, um, you know, you've still got a lot to offer at 60. Oh, absolutely. And, and as as we know in the industry that we work in, people are just living longer. And people seem to be accepting it as well. The other thing is, is that, you know, 60 people were getting ready for retirement. People either had their big trip planned or they planned what they're going to do is sit in their rocking chair and head into their, their uh, the autumn, not the autumn, the autumn, the winter, the winter. of their lives. Um, whereas people these days are still out, you know, uh, doing things, uh, travelling, particularly when you look at the grey nomad population, people are still travelling, uh, getting out seeing the world. And, yeah, yeah, and doing it, um, really enjoying and really embracing that sort of 60s lifestyle. And it seems that society's really started to get um, geared towards it, but not like back in our day. No, you know, I look at it and, and, and back in our day and I, I, I look back and think, you know, if someone was 60, they're old. Will I ever make it that far? Yeah, well, even 40 seemed to be old. You look back at, uh, you know, some of the, the oldest movies from the 50s and the 60s, the people who you would have thought that were in their 50s and 60s were the, you know, 28, 30, 35-year-olds and they were still fairly young but they looked to be a lot older. Absolutely, absolutely. The The, the thing too is when you think about it and you're looking at the... 60. And if you're 60 and you're listening, hey, you know, this is no dig at anyone in particular. But if you do have some feedback on it, by all means, drop us an email at oncewascoolpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook at Once When I Was Cool Podcast or Instagram at Once Was Cool Podcast. So, you know, for me, I, I look at, look back and think, you know, 60, but it was the other bits and pieces that went with it that we don't see so much today because it's just not uh, kosher or cool and I'm talking about things like 
comb-overs. Mm, okay, well, being a man with a full head of hair as such as yourself, without too many greys in it, mate, you're doing all right. But as a man who has a uh, rapidly receding hairline, it seems to be working its way further back towards my head. Um, you know, it, it's it's not a, it wouldn't have been a bad option at my age uh, 20, 30 years ago to consider the, the comb-over. And you do still see some of the older gents that um, still sporting the, the comb-over there, trying to hide those remnants of a receding hairline. I'm not sure if it was a bit of a power play, but it seemed to be far more common than it is these days. Most people these days, if they're, they're losing... The where their forehead used to be at the front of their head instead of halfway across We're their wearing head. Wearing a half hat, as some of my uh, friends often say about me, uh, half your head's covered in hair and half is not. Correct. You know, they people just shave it off now and just sport a bald head. Yeah, and that seems to be the thing now. When we used to have comb-overs in the 40s and I remember that um, when I was in high school I had a friend whose uh, father had a comb-over and it was quite... Quite impressive, although it was fooling nobody. But he used to drive with the with the car window down, and you used to see it fluttering out the window like a flag. <laughs> it, it was like his flag was fluttering out the window, let your freak flag fly. And then, of course, when you stopped, he'd sort of comb it over uh, quickly um, because men used to carry combs in their pockets in those days. Absolutely, don't see that too much these days, except for for those of the older generation. The uh, one of the one of the things I remember about the comb overs is. You know, being out in uh, country Queensland, out on one of the farms, um, they were uh, worked on this um, uh, property, and one of the uh, co-owners of the property had a came over, and every time he took his hat off, and there was a gust of wind, it'd stand up like a sail, look <laughs> look like a mohawk off the side of his head. Yeah, so the came over, of course, was uh, that long piece of hair that you grew from, sort of one side of your hair, uh, one side of your head, and if you grew it properly, it would it would grow down. If you'd brushed it down on the side that it was on, it'd grow down to about your chin, and then you'd wrap it gently over the top of your head. And I guess uh, Homer Simpson is probably one of those ones. Those two hairs on the top of his head are uh, representative of a comb over type uh, type deal. But as you were saying, people nowadays just seem to embrace the the balding lifestyle and shave their heads and usually take up some form of athletic pursuit um, that whereas back in back in our days or back in times past uh, people used to sport the comb over and if they're going a bit gray that of course go towards the hair dye oh the hair dye with the comb over that was always a funky look you know I, re- I remember seeing one one guy and you just knew that he was gray underneath that dark head of hair he had and um, his comb over seemed to be about four strands. Four strands of hair that just just laid Stuck across. His head. It's laid across, and you just think, how does that stay there? And how does anybody actually tell you that looks awesome? Well, I don't know that they ever looked for that sort of feedback. Um, it was just the done thing at the time, and people used to just embrace the comb over, and of course the hair dye. Um, but yeah, you know, you're shaving it bald now. People seem to seem to love it and just go with what they've got. Nobody seems to have to worry too much about that body image, um, especially when we get into the uh, you know the the full full beard and the full head of hair, uh, much like yourself are sporting, but. Rather than that, it, it's, it seems to be now that the younger generation have the full beers and the full head of hair and sometimes the man bun, but no more body hair. They seem to you know, take the shirt off and there's this perfectly manicured um, torso with not a hair in sight, usually with the arms as well and sometimes the legs. Yeah, and, that, and that's uh, something that I don't really get, you know, the whole, 
shaving down your arms and legs unless you're a professional athlete that get paid gets paid lots of money. I don't really see the benefit in the it. The coefficient drag must be something dreadful when you're walking through the main streets and uh, along the beach. Oh, absolutely. Or, or riding your, your expensive bike to the coffee shop for a coffee. I mean, in your Lycra. But I, and you see it in uh, younger guys as well, you know, teenagers shaving their legs and shaving their arms and shaving their chest. I remember when I was at school, if a guy shaved his legs, he would have copped a flogging. Oh, absolutely. And if you shaved anything else, he would have copped a flogging Other too. than your face. Absolutely. Except for those guys who could, uh, by the time they were in year 10, sort of 16, um, they could just shave once in the morning and then go home at lunchtime and shave again because it came through that quickly. Yeah, absolutely. That was never me. Well, I wasn't that that um, hairy back then, but it's come to me over the years. Yeah, so what about hair colours? Because hair colours, you used to have the hair dye and if somebody did it well from an early age, you'd never really realise that they had the hair dye in but there was a section of the population who always you knew that they had the hair dye. Because it was blue or green. Yeah. I, I, have to, I have to admit I never went a colour like that but I did bleach my head once and... Uh, <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, I think you've actually got a photo of that. Uh, <laughs> I sent one you, to you. You just seem to have been a sucker for every sort of hair fashion there was. You went from the mullet to the frullet to the flat top with the rat, t- with the rat tail. Yeah. Now you're telling me that you dyed it as well. Yeah, I got proof, mate, and you've got it too. <laughs> but um, And that was when um, Dirk was... Dirk was little, like I'm, I'm talking about uh, probably 18 years ago that I did it and I'm, a friend of ours was a hairdresser and uh, she uh, came over one day and I said, oh, you know, I want a haircut and so she gave me, gave me a haircut and I said, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to go, you know, bleach, blonde me up. Blondes have more fun apparently. Um, I didn't have much, much fun with that because uh, my wife... Um, actually hated it, so I had to wait until it grew out enough that I could shave it off to basically a one blade to get rid of it. <laughs> and uh, when I well, actually did that, I used to just, I'd come out with just the sides shaved off and the top blonde and just the sides dark. You would look like a licorice all sort. Yeah, like a bit like a skunk and I kept saying, is this better? And she'd just look at me, shake her head and said, go away and sort it out. But old ladies... You used to you used to quite commonly see the old ladies with the blue rinse and they were quite the brigade of it was I don't know if it was the status symbol or not but uh, the blue haired ladies seemed to be everywhere but nowadays you don't seem to see many with the blue rinse in anymore. No, they seem to um, grow old graciously, I think, and what their hair colour is. You know, I think they put colours in still. Occasionally, you see uh, you know a blue rinse or a purple rinse. You, you tend to see some of them even now with the more outlandish colours like the bright purples and the bright greens and the bright blues. Bright greens in the old ladies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and and quite the reverse is happening because the platinum look is quite popular with the younger the younger crowd. And I'm talking the, the 20 to 25-year-old uh, women, of course. Uh, I haven't actually seen it in men but, you know, you never know if, if you're a man who has a platinum hair dye. Once was cool podcast gmail.com. Please send us an email. We'd love to see it. Absolutely. And uh, send us a picture on uh, Facebook at Once When I Was Cool Podcast or on Instagram at Once Was Cool Podcast. You know, I, I look at um, the hair colours that are out there these days and I, I tend to think when I see young people with really bright hair, and maybe this is just an assumption, I just. You know, there's hair that's done well and there's hair that looks like they've just 
drug, some that's sort of colour. Hair, that, hair that's done well and hair that's just yeah. been done. Yeah. And, you know, the, those ones I just tend to think, uh, what kind of uh, disorder do they have? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't judge a book by its cover. No, but most of the time you, you sort of, uh, you're have, not too have far Have to wonder, mark. have yeah. to wonder, have to wonder. Yeah. So, and, you know, I think, Back in back in our day, it was things like perms. Perms were, perms were a thing, and they were well, they were a big thing in the eighties and possibly in the early nineties. And they were a way of really glamming up your hair, especially for the ladies. I didn't often know too many men that had a perm, but there were so, sorts of plenty of guys with curly. Oh, here we go. I didn't. I didn't want to really say <laughs> too much, but uh, <laughs> you, you uh, didn't. I you have, didn't have a perm. I got my frolic. <laughs> 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 oh my God! You was just such a such a sucker for the sucker for the uh, for the latest hair trend. How how as a male did you think that was a good idea? I don't know. It was it was. I don't know. Who were knows? you the only one that did it, or were there yeah. others doing it as well? No, nah, just me. I think it was just to be go against the grain. I because like, perms take a long time to grow out. Thus called perms permanent. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I had oh, as short short. Shaniqua um, might think, you know, her nice tight curls that, that she has, that's how I'm envisaging her. Yeah. I went for the uh, the tight tight curls as well but I had... And your uh, hair is really naturally quite straight. Yeah, yeah, and thick and luscious. <laughs> um, but it's your third best feature. <laughs> my third, only my third. Yeah. But what what I also did is I had the affrullet done but I also had a patch that looked like a mouse hole at the back of my head, which was left longer. The rest of it was all sort of shaven down. It was sort of a, a frullet. And what, then, what do you mean a patch that was left longer at the back? And it was um, actually uh, bleached. So it looked like a mouse hole at the back of my head. Just one spot that was bleached? Yeah, like an arch over the back of my head. I don't know why I did it. I used to have the... You know, the lines cut into my head, you know, the lightning bolts and things <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, how did you, were you trying to stand out in the in the country Queensland oh, town look, that you grew up in? Maybe, maybe it was like I didn't I, really care. I, I still can't get past this bit of bleached rainbow at the back. Is that what it was? It like a rainbow shape or yeah, an no, arch? it was or? like an arch. Like did an you arch. mean to have it done? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Like you asked. Of, you actually asked and paid for it to be done. I, was, I used to say to my hairdresser, "Just do whatever you want." Oh she goes, oh, "I've got this word. new idea. I want to try this," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Oh my word! I have. I've had. Were you trying to I've hook up with her? No, she was an older lady. But you just let her have a way with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> why, my, why wouldn't you? My goodness me! If you let us know if you've had anything similar to this sort of abomination that we's discussing at the moment, you know where we are. We've told you, we've told you how to find us. Um, let let me tell you another story. Uh, I, dread I actually, to think. Oh my lord! I actually, actually went to have uh, my hair cut, and uh, you know the. I went to a different barber and that, that this is probably a bit of karma for going to a different barber and uh, or hairdresser. I was going to say know. barbers don't put, hairdresser. Do, don't no. put bleach patches no. in the back of your head. No, and uh, this hairdresser and um, I heard this, he was uh, had the clippers going at the back and I heard this click clunk <laughs> and uh, that was the, uh, the, the blade off the, you know, the two blade or whatever yeah. it was. yeah 
off the actual clippers yeah. that hit the ground as I heard this. <laughs> <laughs> so I you actually had a landing looked, strip in your head. I had, uh, and then he had to try and um, <laughs> try and fashion make it, it look, around. Fashion it around. So I looked like a Buddhist <laughs> monk with the big ball. Patch oh, the on old the, fryer. Yeah. yeah. The fryer. <laughs> Um, and that was an accident. That one actually wasn't. Um, well, I, I've had a couple of episodes of amateur hairdressing in my time where I buy the clippers and I don't try to do anything too uh, untoward. But as you know, I'm quite blind without my glasses. And so. Um, all you're seeing eye monkey. All my seeing eye monkey. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, there was one time I was, I had uh, the Christmas holidays off and um, I was coming down to my. Um, to my parents' place for Christmas and my, my two sisters were going to be there with their families as well. And it was became a bit of an event every second year we would try and all get down there. And um, this one time I hadn't had time to get to the barber and I had a set of old clippers with me. And um, so, of course, I can't see very well, so I'd take my glasses off to be able to shave my head. And I did the sides with a, a two-blade, which is what I was going for, and, of course, the hair catches in and stoves up because I'd let it get a little bit long, so I was tap it out in the sink. And as I've tapped it out, I've noticed that the blade, which was black, which was a similar colour to my hair, has fallen into the sink. And I happened to see it through my squinting eyes of not being able to see. So I did a bit more around the side, and then I've tapped this, the blade out and I've gone straight to the centre, you know, still don't have my glasses on, <laughs> gone straight to the centre and done – I couldn't have measured it better to go there. And I've gone straight to the centre, gone straight down the middle and thought, oh, gee, that felt a bit close. I've looked a bit closer in the sink and here's the clipper blade sitting in the sink. So I've done it with a blade, nothing straight across my head. And I thought, well, in for a penny, in for a pound, there's no – I don't have the talent to be able to fix this up and it was dead centre in the middle of my head. So I just shaved it all off and I have to tell you – I have a really, really rough shaped head. So we came down for um, we came down <laughs> to my parents' place for Christmas, and my mother looked at it and just shook her head and said, "That is terrible." Um, and my older sister Glenda just told me what a horrible head, horrible shaped head I have. And I'll tell you, that is the only year we've had Christmas where we had no family photos. <laughs> and I bet you that's still talked about. Well, <laughs> no, no, I've had well, I've had be. far more worse, worse things than that. I remember um, when I was younger, I was about 21, 22, and I had long hair as we did in the days back in the early 90s where you were trying to have the grunge look and I had hair sort of just down to my shoulders um, and I got sick of it. It was August and it was windy and it was blowing everywhere and I just decided I don't want to wash it anymore, I don't want to do anything. I put, you know, a couple of years into growing it this long. And so I went down, I, I lived in a, um, a sort of a, a more heavily populated Greek area of Sydney and I went yep. down to the local barbers and these two old guys, uh, two old Greek guys there, and um, I got and sat in the chair and this one old bloke just looked at me and sort of with a little bit of disgust <laughs> because he didn't like it, you know, these old guys yeah. that like short back and sides, yeah. said to me, all right, what do you want? And I said, I want you to take a two blade and take it all off. And he looked at me and he said, really? I said, yeah, yep, take it all off. And he leaned over to his mate, well, he called out to his mate across there as something in Greek and he was pointing as he was, as looking at me. And they both became very animated as he gleefully ran those two clipper blades all the way through my long hair just to make sure that I couldn't change my mind. So <laughs> I, had, I had both ends of the spectrum ending up with the same type of hairstyle. Well, yeah. And look, looking now, it's sort of similar to that. Yeah, one well, I should have hung on to it because it's kept on going. Yes. 
So, I mean, we've digressed into hairstyles again. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> we're talking big about left turn. We were talking about 60 not being so old anymore. So, yeah, maybe uh, uh, that was a big uh, left turn, that one. Yeah, well, I think, I, you know, to, to just to wrap things up, I guess that as we rapidly approach 60, it's uh, only a little over a decade away from us now, 60 doesn't seem to be as old as it was. It seems to be uh, more of a positive um, stepping off point rather than an end point. Oh, definitely. It's uh, closer to retirement. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's closer to retirement, but it's also uh, with the mortgage and everything and the way things are going um, and being able to access your superannuation, I think it's going to be that little bit longer before we get there. Oh, look, and, you know, by the time I still get to retirement age these days, which I think is about 68, mm-hmm. I'll go straight from um, working in the healthcare industry to being a patient in the healthcare <laughs> well, industry. Well, if you're not both at the same time, yeah, that's how you'll be able to pay for your bed. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I have no doubt that just one day we'll be still working and uh, we just won't turn up for work because we died in our sleep. Well, yeah, if you, you can Worst only ways hope. to go. Yeah, you can only hope. But um, looking back and, and looking at uh, once when we were cool, we, you know, 60 was old, but as we're rapidly approaching that, it's not. I think 60 now is the new 40. I don't know that I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not as concerned about it as I used to be and it's well, certainly not the big thing that it was when our grandparents turned 60. Well, no, I think, like I said, not looking forward to it, but I think we're going to get into it a little easier than what we thought we were. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we've set ourselves up well. Yes. Okay, so is 60 old? No, not anymore. Excellent. And what about you, Simon? Is 60 old? He's just... He's throwing sort of, his arms up because I mean, he does. It's just such a long way nodding. away. I think he's nodding. <laughs> he's looking Cla- and nodding. Classic, where old. classy guy. Well, yeah. we are compared to him. We're, we're over twice his age. And and wait. <laughs> uh, um, so look, uh, we'll um, wrap things up. And uh, if anyone wants to catch any of our back episodes, jump onto our website at oncewascool.com and uh, scroll through. Have a listen. You know, recommend us to your friends if you think we're okay for a bit of a bit of a laugh and a bit of a listen to. And uh, thanks for listening. Okay. Thanks very much, Wade. See you next time. See you next time, Dave. Bye. Bye.